This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome back. It's the Captain's Run on a Friday. It's time to chat supercars, all thanks to Shell V-Power, fuel the race day feeling. And to help us do that is uh, supercars guru James Pavey's on the line. G'day, James. G'day, Sammy. Thanks for having me on, mate. A- absolute pleasure. They were screaming around there yesterday. I could hear them from the office here, actually, at one stage. And uh, I should have guessed, even before I looked it up, more dominance from Shane Van Gisbergen. He's very impressive. The last two championships won by Shane, Triple Eight are on on a real run of form at the moment. But yesterday was particularly impressive by showing it during a crash in practice. So what a turnaround by those guys. Yeah, now what happened in practice? It was described as uh, by someone as a early morning practice pirouette. It was. Well, obviously now with supercars, we're at Albert Park here and it is officially now after last year's track changes, the fastest track in supercars. And Shane found the fastest part of the track to have his big spin, hit the wall twice, knocked the rear wing off it, but they got it fixed, got back out there, qualified third and raced to what I believe is his 77th career win. I was just going to say, is that some sort of, maybe it's a, a, a equal race, equal record from him? Do you know where that sits historically? So that's Shane. He won two races last year, one, one yesterday, obviously, but he's now 13 behind Mark Scaife on 90 wins right. and then Lounge a wink up ahead. So he's, he's creeping up very quickly. Fantastic. Now, tell us, we were talking earlier um, in regards to the circuit there at Albert Park and what it means for the F1s, and, and, and they thinking it might be one of the more far, or actually maybe even um, undisputably the fastest circuit on the calendar. What does it mean for, for the supercars? I imagine much the same. Yeah, well, supercars has always been long attached to Bathurst as being the fastest track with regards to average speed. But last year, a lot of the corners were reprofiled at Albert Park. And looking at the numbers the other day, I did a story on it. It's now officially the fastest supercars track as well. I think the average speed is about 180. And with these new Gen 3 cars as well, they dance around a lot, they slide around a lot, but they've got a lot more... They're quick and a fast bit at the track and the, the, the drag on the cars is interesting, but the way they go in the fast areas is so impressive and they just, they hook. It's really impressive to see, really. Yeah. So as you're watching the racing down there yesterday, what, were there risks being taken? What was sort of the general attitude of the driver? Well, with these new cars, with every track we go to, there's a lot of unknowns and with this track, with the load on the cars and through the tyres, there are risks being taken. We saw Shane have that big big old spin and got away with it, to be honest. But Tim Slade as well, practice one, had a massive crash. And we were in the garage yesterday watching them fix the car and there was a triumphant cheer when they got the car out for the race and he managed to finish the race as well, which is impressive. But drivers are pushing. They always do in supercars. But I was quite surprised how quickly they pushed and how early they were pushing as well. Now, there's a Melbourne-based team that are doing some good things down there and, um, and they might have achieved a, a first yesterday. Can you tell us about them? So Erebus Motorsport, they famously won Bathurst in 2017. It's been a bit of a lean run in the past for wins, but Brody Kostecki finished second, Will Brown finished third. It's the first time that Erebus, they're based in Dandenong, they've had both cars on a supercars podium, and they're up the front again for today's race as well, and they're going to be a real chance to uh, give it to Shane, I reckon. Yeah, so tell us about today. For those people getting along um, on, a, on a Friday, what, what's in store for them, James? It's been quite an interesting format for supercars. We had a big day yesterday, two practice sessions, two qualifying sessions and a race, the first ever race on a Thursday. But mm. Friday for us is a little bit more simple. We've got one race, 2.55 local time launch, 15 lap sprint. And 
we've got to use two different tyres. There's a bit of a speed disparity between both tyres, but uh, yeah, it's going to be quick and like I said, it's the fastest track. Risk will be taken, and the shorter the races are, the more risk drivers will take to try and move up the grid. And obviously, Shane, having had that disqualification in Newcastle the other day, he wants to make up points. He's starting from pole. Expect him to be a factor. But Will Brown, starting from second, hasn't won for a while, and Erebus really, really wants to win. So uh, it's going to be a really interesting race today. Yeah, so can anyone ask enough questions of, of Shane, do you think, to really make it interesting? Or is he just that far ahead of the rest of the field? Well, when it comes to racing IQ, you've got to say that Shane's one of the best in the world, if not ever. Like, he's so smart. He thinks on his feet. He's very fast. And the way that he races, it intimidates is as good as I've seen in supercars. But yeah. Will Brown and Brodick are sticky yesterday. They, they know how to race, and they, they're not afraid to take, and, take it to him and throw some punches. But Chaz Mostert obviously left Newcastle as a series leader. He wants to win as well. He won here twice last year, and now he's in a forward. So... He'll be up there as well, but he's starting 10th today. So it'll be a bit of a challenge for him to try and hold on to his points lead. Obviously, Kostecki's coming for it. But we saw yesterday as well, Shelby Power Racing, St. Manton, Zipa Squally. Got pole, finished 6th. He'll want more as well. But there are a lot of guys around there who could spring an upset. Obviously, Mark Winterbottom, the 2015 champion, he's starting 5th today and hasn't won a race for seven years. So keep an eye on him. Hopefully, Mother Nature plays ball too, James. I mean, I'm looking out the window now. It's sunny, but, geez, you wouldn't trust it, would you? So not. we could get anything at Albert Park today. Absolutely, mate. The sun is shining and it's great to see so many people already here. And There were so many people here yesterday as well to, to see a lot of action and we were, were happy to put on a show for them. I think there were roughly 60,000 people and they saw a great race, but I think today's race is going to step it up a notch. James, really appreciate your insights, mate. Enjoy today and obviously uh, the rest of the weekend. Uh, supercars play a big part in uh, the Australian Grand Prix, so we appreciate your insights this morning. My pleasure, Sammy. Have a good one. There's James Pavey there, all thanks to Shell V-Power, feeling the racing feeling with the Shell V-Power racing team. And probably need to thank, uh, to a big degree, Shell for their support of the show. They're right behind us here on the Captain's Run, uh, thanks to Shell.